don't cram 20 people on Zoom. Fluorescent lighted office all day long. You know, you probably are going to work from home. Hello, 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 everyone. And we've got special episodes coming in of No Office Podcast, special impromptu, you know, live episode with my good friend, Augusto Pinot. Hey, Augusto. Hello, sir. How are you today? So, uh, Rafa is not here. I just canceled him out and uh, he's on vacation. So he doesn't know that we're recording a podcast. We, got, we went rogue. <laughs> That's what I call go and hack the system. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So when he changed the password, don't ask him, don't ask him why. <laughs> yeah, the thing is we have all these passwords in one password, so I have access to everything. Just the the question is if I know how these things work, but I think I do. So we got it covered and um as you might know and might you might have read on my blog, I met for the first time in my life in person Augusto a few months back. We've been friends for for more than a decade now, <laughs> but we've been always online friends, and we first saw each other uh, in the states uh, a few months ago. So it was it was fantastic. It was a really fun trip. Yes, Augusto is also the one that gave me the gift of this beautiful Lego logo that you can see in the background uh, of my recording, and that's gloriously right now displayed in my in my home office as it should. Uh, as as I always tell people, uh, it's a very serious business advice: put Legos on the wall. This is really important in your home office. And we decided, Augusto, why did we decide to do this Rogue episode? So this Rogue episode is an opportunity to geek out about the Vision Pro. You know, Michael and I, uh, some decades ago now, apparently, yeah. begin playing with this little device who nobody has faith on called the iPad. When the iPad came out, people were like, uh, I don't know, that's a consumption device. I don't think it's going to go anywhere. And we both discover playing full-time, working full-time, and doing everything full-time on that device. To this day, my main device is still an iPad. The only thing is which one I grab. I because I have now more than one, you know, fully engaged that what is called a multi-pad lifestyle or whatever it's called. So depending on what I'm going to do, I grab one or I grab another one. So with Apple announcement of the Vision Pro, there were a couple of things that came to my mind. One is see how Apple has mastered the process of launching new categories. And they did a lot of play with the Apple Watch you know, if people remember the first Apple Watch was this expensive toy, took them a couple of generations to really make that a health device or a health center device and really put it in the hands of most people. I think it was generation three, what really began to hit most people wrist. So with this new device, the Vision Pro, I've been laughing and sending messages to Michael as, oh, this reminds me of something. What it reminds me, because it was exactly how I remember when the iPad was launched. Oh, nobody's going to use this. Oh, this is a consumption device. This is just going to be for play. As the guys who co-wrote the first iPad book, the first the iPad only book, I decided I wanted to really sit and geek out about this and really share a little bit of our experience, what it was to be iPad only at that time. And with that experience now, what we guess is going to be the future of this platform. Yeah, exactly. So actually, when I was listening this uh, this week to ATP FM, so actual, Accidental Tech Podcast, they were discussing that as well, like the, if, if the Vision Pro uh, headset, if it can be um, a serious work device. And they said, uh, actually, Casey said that if he would be the person who could get stuff done on the iPad, he could imagine himself getting stuff done on the Vision Pro. That's why uh, your um, assumption is pretty correct. Yeah, it's a good starting point. I think uh, we, you know, we were the pi pioneers, and if people don't believe still us that you know, in our home offices, the Macs we have the Macs, but the Macs are our background devices. They are not our main devices. Uh, if I want to get work done, I, I have my iPad here, but uh, then everything else, like the canvas on the 4K screen and all that stuff on the on the MacBook Air, they're just 
additional things that help me get my work done, but there are just additional things. The main thing is the iPad. All my main workflow is on the iPad. And that's why I think people like us would very quickly get used to working on the Vision Pro because what they have revealed with the Vision Pro and what the reviewers who have, I mean, not reviewers, but people who have had the experience of testing the uh, Vision Pro, uh, what they said is that both of these you know, 4K displays that you have in front of your eyes, they're so sharp that like, it's, they're full retina. So it's like you see everything. You see this, the text. Everything is crystal clear. So you could imagine yourself like just having just this device and just putting your whole computing life in front of you, like, you know, and, and, and just having these windows in different places uh, completely in front of you. So I think, um, yeah, people like us who have been using, you know, iOS devices, especially iPads for work, uh, could just get started right away. Yeah, it was funny on the pre-show before we started recording the show, I opened on my iPad, and Michael was like, where is the microphone? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's true. We're recording, so I needed to change to the Mac. Even the Mac in my office may even move from where it is currently uh, based on what I've been reading on iOS 17, that I will be able to connect this microphone to the iPad and work it as a microphone. And if that work as advertised, this Mac will then go to the closet because I will just put a second iPad on the front and don't need to touch the iPad anymore. The iPad will, the, the Mac will be just the thing that I use to put the movies for the kids. <laughs> so it goes to the front. For me, for me uh, as, I, as I explained on my blog, the, the, the whole setup with the MacBook Air and the screen and the microphone, it's all just there so I can be really instantly productive. So I, if I need to have like an instantly good recording quickly, uh, I can just switch to that while having my iPad still free to be here ready as my device. Okay, so let's talk about the Apple Vision Pro. It is a uh, very cheap $3,500 device. Okay, I'm going to start there. I understand it's not, no, it is not a cheap device. But wait a minute. If I will go to my office, you have been in my office, and now I can say that. <laughs> okay? Yes. I have more screens that I'm going to publicly recognize in my office. Okay? They are in front of me here. There is six, and there is three on my left. So that's nine screens. If you get to replace all those nine screens at one time, yeah. that's way more expensive than that toy. Okay. That let me start there. Mm-hmm. So yes, it is not a cheap computing device. True. But I don't think it was that outrageous. If you can have that amount of screens at that resolution mm-hmm. in a virtual world. That's worth it because, for example, we are traveling like for a vacation. And if I travel for vacation, I'm not taking every machine, almost every machine. But if I'm traveling by car, every machine is coming. The desk (laughs) is coming. If I travel by plane, I can't. But by car, everything is coming, including the desk. My desk is a pole. I know you have put pictures in the nose beach is basically a pole. So I can take it apart, put it in a bag in the car. I mean, the car take, I can take anything. So that's true. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The thing is, if I'm traveling, okay, now I can take my office anywhere. That again, it is very exciting for me. Yeah. And there is a second element. One, there is a lot to know that we don't know yet that we will learn as time progresses. Actually, one of the things I would love to be more and understand much more is development. Uh, So I can pay whatever is the money for to get access to the development and the code and the programming on the background to learn more. Because one of the things that we are forgetting is the industries that are going to be formed because of this. Uh And Apple is doing something very brilliantly. They're giving access to developers nine months early. Yeah. When you think on the iPad, okay, and, and if we talk specifically about Nosby, when the iPad was launched, Nosby was 
significantly impacted. I'm not saying in a bad way. I'm saying impacted in how things were. Because before that iPad, there was so little touchscreens. Yes, you have the tablet PC. But that was not really an, a strong market. The finger didn't matter as much. When that came, I remember the, the, the beginning of the changes of Nusby to be a much more universal platform that now you can be really a standard because you were moving into a different things. But also, let's remember how many things on the iPad were created by developers. Yeah, of course. Not by Apple. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and in that case, they are really... Um they have to pre-announce it to be able to also see what people can come up with because they have, you know, they, they came up with the basics. So let's talk about the basics. So the coolest thing, as you said, is like you can have all of your screens in one device. So basically you can, you know, put windows anywhere you want in your augmented reality, like so anywhere. So, so this moment, like when you just get out of the car, you know, go to the hotel put on this thing and you have your instantly your office, like just the same way. So this is brilliant. Like this, especially I think for people who are not only working from home, but actually working from different places and switching places for them to be instantly productive in any environment, like everywhere, like even waiting for the, for the freaking plane. Like when they are like waiting for the plane, they can sit down and just you know put this thing on and just create their environment and just just continue work until they are being called to 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 proceed to the gate so in that sense it's really cool like it's really really cool and um, they are still aware of their surroundings which is just amazing because i remember i tried some of these vr headsets and th- the first thing is that you are completely blocked out you're completely in a different place and here you're not you're like kind of you know, in, in the place, but not in the place. So I think it's brilliant the way they did it. That, that would be our, my, our, I think, our first argument and uh, that you can be instantly productive from anywhere using this device. Of course, now we uh, can get to the nitty gritty of the, you know, battery and, you know, all that stuff. But let's, let's assume like this is not a, an issue. In that sense, you have your work set up anywhere, which is great which I think is, is, is fantastic. And the whole headset is, is, is a computer already. It's an M2 computer. So it's mm-hmm. already a very powerful, uh, pretty powerful computer for any kind of office work. Like it's, it's, you know, it's, it's not a slouch. In that sense, you have a pretty powerful, com- I mean, my MacBook Air here that powers this the whole thing is M1. So, uh, so we have the M2 computer with all these sensors and stuff. So in that sense, you take all of your screens, basically entire computer setup with you anywhere you want to go. And exactly that is the question. Where do you want to go? Mm-hmm. Because and I remember when we wrote the iPad only, one of the things that I remember you discussing extensively was how the iPad didn't limit you, but change the order in which you need to do things. And I specifically remember you talking about email attachments. And you said, misquoting probably, but it's something on the lines of, in a computer, you start with the email and then attach the file and then send it. And what that produced is that you many times forgot the email. Oh, yes. On the iPad, you start with the attachment and then go to the communication. Yeah, the, the whole paradigm shift for me working from the iPad was the fact, as, as Augusto said, you share the document. So by sharing the document, you chose the means to share it. So for example, via email. But on the desktop, very often, like like so many times, people would write the email. Yeah, and then everything is an attachment. And they would just send it. And they're like, oh, I forgot about the attachment. Like Because they would first start with the email message and then go back to the attachment. On the iPad, we would start with actually what we want to send. I think that's a paradigm shift that we're going to see. I agree with you. I have tried a couple of BR for gaming, and I even try one for work with the idea of, you know, put the screen on the iPad in a larger perspective. And it was cool. Yes, it was. I mean, it was very amazing to see that thing in that massive, but it didn't I, t- I can't touch type. So, okay, the typing wasn't an issue, but I couldn't interact with mm-hmm. this. What I think this bring an incredible advantage on a game changing is the interaction part. You know, with most of the 
glasses that I see on the market, there is the interaction is still happening on the keyboard and the mouse. So if I'm not seeing on the keyboard and the mouse, that limits my interaction. If I'm not touching my screen, that limits my interaction. Here, it seems like that problem is away. So now I'm really interacting in the air. The other thing is, again, it seems that what worked on the iPad most likely will work on this device. What work on your phone yeah. will be. And that give, again, something that it's very powerful. When people ask me, why do you use or why your office work environment is on an Apple ecosystem? I say, because I can grab any device in my office and it's completely transparent. Yeah. I may not use the MacBook, but I can grab this MacBook and open the last document I was working in a click. I don't need to try to figure it out what that thing is. Yeah. I can grab an iPad. I can grab my phone. There is a massive productivity factor in there where I don't need to, I can grab any device and continue exactly where I was. Now envision exactly what you were describing. You get to your hotel, you get your your goggles, you start working, okay, shut off the thing, go for dinner with your iPad under your arm, and the person you were going to meet for dinner is not there. Now you open the iPad and continue exactly where you were. Yeah. There is a massive power on that. Not only that, we are going to go to a hybrid world, regardless of what people think and article said, there is not coming back to the office. We make, there are certain jobs that may require you to go more often, but most people are not going back to the office. Most people will be... Yeah, I mean, good luck to all the bosses that will try to force people to go to the office. These people will move on to different companies, so eventually they will all give up. They They will give up. Now, imagine working in that kind of environment. Okay. The reason I have so many screens is that okay, if I can get rid of all these screens and just have that and remove everything from my office and have a much even cleaner office, again, from my perspective, that's totally worth it. The other thing that I was particularly excited about it is how Apple position this. My concern, okay, in this worst ever secret kept by Apple was that they tried to go to the app, to the game market. Yeah. Okay. And as if they go to the game market, this device for me is dead on arrival, but they went from the productivity. Mm-hmm. Right now, the only real serious competitor Apple may have is Samsung because it's the only one who has really the tools to integrate their Samsung devices into a device like that. And and, and they have good copiers. They copy very quickly. So Correct. And they copy very quick. As soon as they grab their hands in nine months, <laughs> the Samsung device is coming. Yeah. And Samsung has been working very, very, very hard into create that ecosystem. Okay, so they have been for a, for a couple of years now copying the Apple playbook. Mm-hmm. That said, that gives them two years ahead of the game. And yep. for Samsung to really compete, they need to get Google on board. So it is going to be challenging from, from the competition perspective. Mm-hmm. But from the productivity perspective, the fact that I can get there with that, that I can minimize all that as soon as somebody walks into my office. And even if I don't take them out, I can move. I can, you know, minimize everything and walk and grab a cup of coffee. Okay. And not spill it. And not spill it, right. <laughs> That's going to make for a very powerful productivity environment. Is every application going to work as well in the PC, you know, somebody was sharing with me, well, I spend so much time in Excel that is useless. This device is useless for me. Yeah, you are always going to find the people who need that specific piece of software. But Apple has always been clear they don't need to conquer everyone. They need yeah. to fit a very specific niche. From a developer perspective, they have, you can now develop in the iPad. I don't see reasons why you're not going to be able to develop there. From a designer perspective, you even now have Final Pro. Do you, I'm I'm not a video guy, I'm completely incompetent about it, but I'm going to recognize the idea of turn on something like 
um, the video pro editing for Apple on a massive screen, all virtually, it is very exciting, even if you don't do video. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and think about, so think about that. So, um, so this vision, again, going back to this idea that, you know, we will be hybrid. So people will be traveling between office and, and home. And let's say the bosses finally will budge and then we'll let people have the flexibility, which we always say that people need the flexibility to be able to decide which day they want to go to the office, which day they choose to stay at home. Again, with this device, they can just travel with this device, go to the office and have the same setup. So the, the setup hasn't changed. Like they have the same device. And this is what I mean. You know, my wife does that already. I think your wife does the same thing. My wife has her laptop, which is her laptop desktop, because she basically hot desks the laptop. At home, she has a dedicated, you know, external screen and all that stuff, and she connects it there. And and at work, she has the same thing. She has external screens, connects it there with the same device. With this, it's, it's even better. Cause, cause like, cause you have everything set up. So you just put it on and it, and it just works. Of course, now the question is, is this device comfortable enough to be wearing like hours a day? Uh, I don't know. Uh, people, of course, have just tried that and, and I mean, have tried, you know, for, for like 30 minutes and they were blown away, whatever. I don't know how, how good of a, you know, a co- of a comfortable of a feel it, it gives to be able to actually use it for, for hours uh, in, in a day. But if it's comfortable, then of course, yeah, you have really uh, your computing setup there. Let's get back to what we wrote in the iPad only book. One of the reasons we started using the iPad was because it was freaking fun. Because you could touch email, you could touch things, you could just move things around. For many people, it wasn't really productive. Or it was really optimal because you couldn't really like have short keys and things and, and shortcuts and all that stuff. I mean, we loved the iPad be- before there were serious shortcuts on that, before there, were, there was workflow. And we still loved it because like this, this tactile thing of being able to touch things, move things around, it was just so much joy. The fact that we could, you know, turn the iPad around, like we could t- have the iPad, you know, in a, in a portrait mode and then move it in the, in the, in the um, uh, in landscape mode and then move it to the portrait mode mm-hmm. and back, it, like depending how you wanted to use it. So in that sense, it was just so much fun. And I think it's kind of similar fun for this device because they, they said that, first of all, you, you use the, the device with your eye tracking so so basically you look at things and it, it just knows what you're looking at, which is uh, spooky and incredible and magical. And on the other hand, you use the, you know, you can just pinch and, you know, like, like you know, like use the fingers or you can basically just touch this thing, you know, and, and then they know where you touch. So I think it could be also pretty fun device to use. I, I agree with you. It is going to be very fun or it seems to be very fun. And from the beginning, it seems as that it's starting with a very difference from the iPad. Okay, the first iPad that I loved dearly was very underpowered. Yeah. Okay. And it was what it was. Okay. And for me, it was still a benefit. I think I got my second, um, my second iPad came when the iPad Mini, that's your fault. Uh, I still, yeah. it's on the book. It's still your fault. But, yeah, <laughs> but I am to blame. Everybody knows that you, you mm-hmm. are to blame. That's when I got the second iPad uh, or the the two iPads at the same time, and I never looked back to that. Okay, with this device, one of the main difference is, as you were mentioning early, it is not under power. Yeah, I mean, it will have the same chipset as a MacBook, the same chipset as my iPad. So out of the box, as it's coming right now, I will be able to do most of what I can do on the iPad, assuming developers have the opportunity to release the software for that. And that, it's incredible. It It is incredible to think that. And when I think on when I got the iPad, when I got the iPad, I was heavily traveling for work. Mm-hmm. That will have been, again, a no-brainer to get it. As it was, I remember when I got the first tablet PC, okay? That's many, many moons back, Yeah. okay? Why I got the tablet PC? The tablet PC wasn't cheap. It was a very expensive tool. But at the time, yeah, I remember. it was a fantastic thing for 
what I was doing. I was selling business intelligence. I was not yet full into coaching and productivity. And the ability to show a diagram and write into diagram for the client, okay, bring me more than enough sales to justify this toy. Exactly. Okay. Now, is this toy justifiable? Well, the first question for me will be, Will how creepy will be, you know, because right now we are in the camera, okay? Yeah. How creepy will be that artificial intelligence thing that they're going to create of me and how much that will really be useful for this kind of things? And if the answer is not, it's fine. I will take it up and do it in the iPad. Yeah. I'm okay with that. That said, I'm going to bring something that works maybe for me, but it works for me. Imagine now for a second, for you maybe other things go to writing mode. Yeah. Okay. Where I can put that thing. Okay. And write mode on this massive screen where I'm sure I will be able to flip the way I want, uh, or at least make it thin enough. So it looks like it is portrait instead of landscape and be able to write. There are so many things that that interaction for me is the next step on the iPad. And people ask me often, I don't understand why the iPad and not get the MacBook and use the MacBook as your primary machine. And I have always said, it's a touchscreen. And I remember a discussion you and I had where I was complaining about the MacBook not being touchscreen. It says too thin. The, the, the screen on the back is too thin for that. And and I get it. I intellectually understand it. I still want the larger screen and I want a touch screen. Now that's exactly what I'm going to get. I will get my headset, assuming my uh, prescription work, hopefully. Yeah, and then I will get now a massive screen that I will be able to interact. I think like any big change, do this machine is for everyone? No. Do this machine have the potential to revolutionize as we understand computers? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have no doubt in, in that. So let's make a sponsor break in our podcast, and then we'll talk about the revolution that it might bring. So um, uh, as you know, our sponsor of our podcast is, of course, Nosby. I am the CEO of Nosby. Uh, Augusto is one of our Nosby experts, and um, Nosby is... Uh, is a tool, is an app that helps small business owners and their teams get their personal life and professional life organized in one very simple app. And um, this is what we do. We've been doing this for the last 16 years. And especially now in this uh, this podcast, I would like to advertise that uh, we decided to uh, raise the prices and you know uh, harmonize the prices between Nosby Personal and Nosby Teams. And I mean, the old, the old Nosby Teams now called the new Nosby. And because of that, um, from July 1st, uh, there will be new pricing. And that's why in in June now, when you're listening to this, you can still get your Nosby, the the one that you choose, at your price. And you can extend for a year or even a few years if you like it so much or, you know, if you're like us and you are thinking long term. And this way you can secure your pricing for now. But then the the next renewal will be already at the new pricing. We had to do it for economic reasons, for many reasons, but also this uh, new pricing will also um, give us an option to really even more aggressively better iterate on the product, and that's why we had to we had to do it. So that's why we are you know uh, letting giving heads up to our our current customers that they can still extend with their pricing because we don't want to to make this change uh, you know. Too, too fast on our uh, good customers. Uh, so far, so good, Augusto. Uh, we are halfway through June and uh, hundreds, really hundreds of customers have decided to just you know vote with their wallet and just uh, give us the money. There was a very cool email from one of the customers saying that this can't be true. I'm sure I was paying more for Nosby like each year. But then I checked my invoice and my invoice from 2018 was the same as from this year. So I was like, okay, I'm going to pay years in advance. Uh, Thank you guys for the heads up. So yeah, we are completely sincere and transparent, as you know, Augusto, about this. And uh, we tried to, you know, and it was, and believe me, as a CEO, it was a hard decision to, you know, raise the prices and, 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 you know, and anyway, 
tinker with the prices because uh, I know how 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 you know diverse of a topic this is. But we had to do it, and uh, so far so good. Our customers are great, and uh, that's why it gets me even more excited about the future. And uh, we have lots of cool things for Nosby in the pipeline for the rest of the year. So stay tuned. Now back to the show. Vision Pro will this revolutionize computing? We open the our iPad only book with a quote. By the way, iPad only book at iPadonly.com. You can actually read it for free. You can get it on Amazon and all that stuff, but you can also read it for free completely online. So we're not trying to sell you the book. The book is available for free if you want to. If you could buy it on Amazon and help us out, great. Uh, but you can you can get it you can read it for free. The book is free, and I will say that even that obviously this is a book that was published 2013. Exactly, you know, so ten years ago, man. Don't look at the applications, please. Don't look at the application list. Some of them don't even exist. They have changed. But the other part, it works. And you know, the late Steve Jobs, you know, on the D8 conference says PCs are going to be like trucks. Yeah, right? and that's you know, what he was saying about the tablet or about the PCs and, you know, in comparison with the tablets. And there is no doubt that the iPad changed the market, okay? Yeah. And for the people who told me, well, I, and there is people who told me, I don't know about that. I say, well, you know, where is the clones of the Newton? Okay, the Newton was an Apple product, okay? That mm-hmm. was a failure before Steve Jobs rejoined Apple and you don't hear the Newtons, okay? You don't hear the the Newtons never had clones. The pump, the iPad instead, Samsung has their own version, Google has their own version, Microsoft has their own version, everybody has their own version. Yeah. Why? That is the reason. And as I was saying at the beginning of the show, I think we are going to see their clone version of this. Okay. And the question will be, how much can you really interact with the rest? How much can you really integrate your PC? How much can you really integrate your Chromebooks and into these other devices? We know on the Apple Vision Pro, it will integrate your phone. It will integrate your tablet. It will integrate iCloud. It will integrate your Mac. So if you are an Apple guy, everything will be integrated in this device. Yeah, I mean, you can argue that if you're an Apple guy, the Vision Pro will work for you out of the box. Mm-hmm. Like you will. Uh, so they they also announced like they, they, they most of the apps will be available on day one. So even Nosby, we don't we will not have to do much to be able to be compatible with Vision Pro. You know, on the on day one, of course, we can then figure out you know additional things that we can do. But uh, but the basic you know way of having a window of Nosby anywhere you know within Division Pro, no problem. It's going to be available. So they have the this this whole advantage of having the iCloud, the so the storage, having the all the data, everything you know tailored to you. So basically, it's like another iOS device. Again, in our book, we were discussing this, that having your iPhone and your iPad, you you have basically have two computers with you at all times. All times. And this time, you will have <laughs> three computers <laughs> with you, basically, or two. So the iPhone and the Vision Pro, or maybe the iPad as well. Anyway, having all these devices, you, you're basically set up. So in that, in that sense, again, it's a big advantage for Apple that they can launch with the whole ecosystem and with the, with the whole you know, legacy that they've built, which just works perfectly for this for this product. But again, the question is, will then the application evolve to be more three-dimensional, three, three more augmented reality, and, and so on? I think so. I mean, judging by the popularity of AI right now, like this will be the future. I will be, I, I, I have been in IT or very close to IT for more than 20 years. And I remember when the iPhone came out, and I remember my friends of IT because I have a lot of them, and I'm, a lot of the what I do in productivity has tied with IT. And I remember, oh, we're not going to allow to have iPhones in organization. <laughs> and and I remember having those conversations and telling to these IT people and say, so how you are going to do when the CEO send the email and say he wants an iPhone? We will tell him that the BlackBerry is the device to have. 
Okay. We all know in 2023 how those emails went. Okay? Yeah, how this all went down. <laughs> the same thing with the iPad. I have now seen more and more executive, um, even mid-level executive who are iPad only or who have, you know, their laptops, as you described, are basically desktops, okay? They're hardwired in their office when they get to the office and yep. they travel with the iPad everywhere. This device, because of the price, obviously, it's not yet mainstream. It's really no. targeted for an specific... No, this is like, you know, first version and early adopters, yeah. Now, mm-hmm. that market, okay, high-level executive, okay, mid-level executive who travels often. What is the big problem these people have? They get in a plane, okay? They are short of a space, okay? Yeah. That's part of being on a plane. I don't care if you are in first class, okay? Now you move from your massive desk at office, okay, to this tiny laptop okay, where you may or may not be very comfortable. And now you have the problem of who is on my side. Because the information in many of these laptops is oh yeah very confidential, and that's a that's a big also security concern. Like like you 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 want to work on this very important spreadsheet. Let's let's say me again, you know, having the spreadsheet of the not new Nosby pricing. You know, I'm mm-hmm. just working on it right there, and there are people who who, are, who can very easily peek on what I'm doing. With the Vision Pro, they cannot peek. They they, they cannot pick. They, they they just see this guy with these glasses and that's it. Not only that, you don't know if I am working, if I am playing, I will let you make that decision. Okay. As the person who is looking at me. But from the privacy concern, yeah, that make this device really, really attractive to that market. Because I see them, okay, reading the PDF in the iPads, okay, all this. But they are reading where anybody surrounding can also see, okay? Now, when you can get this device, do your marks onto your PDF, work with your spreadsheet, work with your email with all confidence, okay, where you're going to be very comfortable, yeah, okay, in a virtual environment, looking at your spreadsheets, looking at your graphs, looking at your PDF, $3,000 is not expensive for that market. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I, I mean, completely. Like, this is like, you know, I remember like we always have this discussion right now. We just launched a, a new website for lawyers uh, that use Nosby, nosby.com slash lawyers. Then you can see all the information. But what, what, I'm, what I'm saying is like, Lawyers, they are all about confidentiality. And I'm always having this argument with them because I'm like, so you're lawyers and you are you are saying that you need to have your super secret, you know, NDAs, you know, sent securely. And then you attach them to an email. Like, like, how is this secure? That's why I was convincing them to use Nosby, where in Nosby, when they, uh, you know, uh, attach an attachment, it automatically is encrypted. So it's not only encrypted uh, in transit, but also on our servers. So even if, if a hacker would gain access to our files, they would see gibberish. So, so it's really secure. And, and, and this is next level. Like this is, you can just, you know, you're completely isolated. You're basically in your virtual home office. Nobody can see what you're looking at and they can see this weird person with these goggles and you can be completely like reviewing all these NDAs. No problem. Like you're completely uh, off the hook. Now that, that just that little, let's forget about anything else Mm -hmm. in the world. Yeah. That make enough sales for Apple to keep this line alive forever. And again, this has not done yet what I think is the biggest strength for Apple. Uh People will complain, okay? But the reality is, if we go back in the history, Apple has done more for developers than any other corporation. And you may disagree with me or not. I don't know, okay? But I think, is the Apple Store perfect? No, there is not. There is nothing perfect, okay? I know. But (laughs) there is not perfect. I agree it's not, but we need to remember where we were before that, mm-hmm. where we were before, okay? And it was a problem for end user, and it was a problem for developers to build that initial trust, okay? Again, I'm not saying it's perfect, but Apple really helped many developers to launch. Yeah, okay, I know Nosby, and I've been working with Nosby for so many years. 
I may not need the Apple Store anymore. But there is still a lot of software that I play and that I test that I will not buy unless it's through a store. Because I don't know. Yeah, of course. I mean, there is still this argument that, you know, whenever we, you know, we are featured somewhere uh, as Nosby, then we get, you know, a spike of of of, of sales right. and all that stuff. So, yeah, of course, it, it makes sense. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's the, str- that's the strength. Again, the whole ecosystem is already built. That's right. So they don't have to build mm-hmm. it. They have the back, they have the, what we in IT call the back end. They have it. It's there. As we said, the file system, everything. And now it comes the fun part because the thing is, Apple, and again, Apple did this with the phone. Apple did this better on the iPad. Apple did this incredibly well with the watch. Yeah. And now they have all those 20 or 10 plus years of experience to dump it into this product. And what I'm more excited about it is not the device and what Apple is going to do. Is what I have not envisioned yet. Yeah. What these developers are going to come into change because you touch with this device or Apple touch with this device very key things. Okay. Privacy. Privacy is a big thing. Even if you decide to watch a movie, I don't want anybody to know, you know, that I'm watching, I don't know, Fast and the Furious. Okay. Very loud. I mean, man, it's, it's even worse. Like, so, so the other day I was on the plane with my wife and we were watching a, a TV series together. And then uh, we wanted to watch one of the episodes of this controversial TV series called Bridgeton. And over there, there are some kind of, let's say, um, Pretty revealing yeah. scenes they're, they're, sometimes. They're, they're, correct. Uh, so this is not something you know I want to watch, and then having people around me see that I'm watching that, like it's like, like it's it's at some point it just looks like I'm watching porn, you know, like <laughs> on the plane, which wasn't true. But you know, it, it was the there was the they could they you could may be. have been admired. You were watching playing in the porn with the wife. People will give you credit for that, right? Yeah, like, like you know, uh, yeah, it's a spousal you know bonding moment, right there. Uh, but but yeah, that, but that's the thing. You again, you can watch things on the a, 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 you know a big virtual screen again in the privacy of 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 your own eyes. And that privacy, again, from my perspective, it's a fantastic mm-hmm. selling point, and it's a selling point to the market who have the money to pay the product right now. I mean, completely. The, the the thing is that they don't have to sell so many of the first version. They can sell only a few, but they will see, I mean, quite a f- lot of few things. But these, these few things, the version one, will be enough to validate the product, to see where people take it, to see where developers take it, and then to see what's more. Because, you know, in, in every product, there comes a point you have to ship it. To people, so to, to really see what they uh, what they are going to do with it, and we had the same thing when we launched. Like in 2020, we launched. Uh, you know, in the middle of the pandemic, we launched the Nosby Teams, uh, which now is the new Nosby. But we launched it because we couldn't anymore just have it for ourselves. We had we wanted to share it with our customers, see what they will you know wh- where they will take it. You know, and now we are basically busy. Like this year, uh, a few years after launch, we are basically building. Uh, more features just for our customers, features that we would never use or we won't use that much, but our customers need them, and but they're completely coherent with the product. And this is the same thing. Apple has envisioned the first, you know, thing what they want to do with this, and but they have made this array of you know sensors, cameras, and all that stuff, and they want to see what people will do with it. And I think, I mean, I totally share your belief that they will have enough people buying that stuff to see where it will go. Apple has, again, a massive advantage. From that privacy perspective, any executive who uses an iPhone already knows how to use this device. Yeah, again. Okay? Mm -hmm. It it is not, again, when Apple came with the iPhone, okay, you need to sell a new platform, and it took them a little bit. This device, just, again, forget everything else. Forget everything cool thing that you can think right now. From a people in a certain positions and roles and careers where you handle documentation that should be confidential, this device is a no-brainer. Yeah, it's a mistake not to get it. It's, it's exactly the opposite. It's a mistake. And now 
from the productivity perspective, one of the things in that I discussed in personal productivity is personal productivity by definition is personal. Okay? And when as a coach and as an expert on NOSPI, I said, there is a difference. Okay, When you want to implement NOSPI, you need to make one decision first. Is this personal productivity or this is organizational productivity? Mm-hmm. Okay, Are you going to go into your organization And if you are going to go into your organization, you need to understand there is a big difference. You are putting productivity on the open. Mm -hmm. Productivity, traditionally, it's not. And I have made this joke now for many years, is you don't believe me? Well, show me your system, okay? And I know no one, no one who is very strong on the productivity world coaches, teachers, and users, okay, who when I say that, okay, don't cringe. I don't know anyone. Hey, sorry, uh-huh. you told yeah. me right now, share your personal productivity system on a screen. I cringe. <laughs> My company knows me. Oh, no problem. That we can share. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. But there is a difference. Now, again, you coming back to the privacy. Mm-hmm. Imagine for a moment, open a vision board, open a mind map, okay? Open a free form application. Hey, the free form application already exists and I know you're a heavy user of that. Yes. Imagine a free form, not on a 12 inch, yeah. in a 90 inch. Yeah, exactly. On a freaking big inch. <laughs> so that part is if Apple play that confidential side, again, it's nothing necessarily that you are hiding anything. Hey, my wife can come into my computer. She knows the password. There is no secret between us. Okay. But if she comes right now and open my NASBY, I will be uncomfortable. Okay. (laughs) There is nothing on that. But but think about that also in the office environment. So if people start using that in the office environment, it's the same thing. Now the managers cannot do what they love, cannot perform what they truly appreciate. And it's managing by walking around. Right. Because when they walk around, they just see people with goggles. <laughs> so they have no clue what they're doing for like like they can be browsing Facebook for all I know. You know? So it's it's again the question of really changing the mindset of observing what people have on their screens to really trust. setting them t- you know trust and setting them tasks and projects to do and just trusting that they will get them done. And that's where this will bring again a massive change mm-hmm. because those elements are too big for to be ignored. Again, I, I'm talking about first generation product. We're talking about yeah. the first two or three years of this product. Exactly. By then, developers will really define where this product is going as they did on the iPad, as they did on the watch. At least that's my opinion. But the initial um, characteristics that Apple showed already are said to be a massive success at that level. And at that level, okay, again, executive people who ask highly confidential information, 3,500 bucks, it's not a problem. Exactly. It's like when, um, sorry, but uh, again, back to what I said about Nosby raising prices and all that stuff. So we had, you know, there were some customers who did complain and I totally understand that. But one of my arguments that actually won many of these, you know, people over was, guys, even after the raises, Nosby is one of the few productivity apps that is below ten dollars per user per month. Everything else is more expensive. Ah, uh, all right. <laughs> so it was kind of so, but it's the same thing. You know, you look for bang for the buck. So you know, everybody ten ten dollars per month per, for Nosby or less is nothing compared to hours you're going to save and the hours you bill for you know hundreds of dollars. So that's one thing. And the same thing here, 3500 uh, for this device having the privacy not have not having been not being concerned about many things is just, you know, priceless. That's completely true. 
So Augusto, we are uh, we have to you know wrap it up because we're getting to an hour, so we oh, should we wrap did. it up. <laughs> yes, yes, like, like you know, like we 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 like we always do. So um, first of all, before we wrap up, I would like to appreciate that we both have uh, red shirts for some reason. I don't know how we got it in sync, but this is how we did. We we didn't talk before this uh, about attire before this uh, recording. So um, so that's so heads up for that. Second thing, um, I think uh, something that I shared with you when we were, when we saw each other that, I, that you were that you liked that I had air tags on my on my children um, uh, when we were traveling in New York and especially New York City. You know, you want to have air tags on your children because you can you know lose them very quickly. My son has now one. Exactly. So I want to just give you a heads up. Uh, in WWDC, they announced that iOS 17, you will be able to share air tags with your wife and stuff. So you will be able to really share uh, the AirTag location, which for a family is fantastic because this way the AirTags become family AirTags. So so not only you, but the rest of the family members and also people you invite can really see the location of, of this particular device, which is super useful. So this is coming. Any final thoughts about the Vision Pro? I am very excited about it. Um, again, uh, because... When you have a hammer in your mind, you, everything looks like a nail. Uh, that's yes. what they said. So I've been looking at the productivity perspective of this and how this device, based on the information we have, it's really going to change that. And honestly, I'm very, very excited about it. And not only for the Vision Pro, I'm a big believer on competition. I live on an Apple ecosystem, but I love when Samsung and Google come with high-end devices because the better their devices, the better they will push Apple and vice versa. Yes. So I hope that Samsung, I don't have hope. Is Samsung on Google? I don't have hope in Microsoft, sadly. (laughs) Uh, But I hope that Samsung or Google decide to really push for their version of these things. Yeah, completely. I completely agree with you. I think I will end also with a quote uh, from uh, from Max Stories, uh, article from uh, Federico Vitici, who wrote that he saw, I mean, he had the, you know, the demo. So I envy him that he had the demo of the device. And he said that he saw the future and was so sad to be back in the past. So... So I, I completely would like to share his enthusiasm for that device, that this is the future. And again, people like us who like to embrace the future, who like to embrace uh, the, the unknown, the new ecosystems, the new, um, the new devices, uh, I, this is a great time to be alive. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, it was Augusto Pinot and Michael Slewinski. Thank you so much and uh, see you in the next one. Mm-hmm.